It's always good to be here. It's always good to be here with you. I got a few of your questions that I'm going to answer today. So let's go to work. This is your life. This is your life. And I'm Joseph F. Price. And this is the Horn Clean Men's Health Club. Again, I'm Joseph Price, Coach Joey P. I'm going to be your host today. And we're going to do some good work together. And we're going to get healthy. That's basically what we're going to do. And without further ado, I'm just going to answer some of your questions today. Sometimes, uh, as I look at some of these questions, it makes me think about how it was early in my journey and how I was trying to learn everything. And people often are trying to scramble around and pick up pieces and tidbits and like one thing is going to be some magical answer and with every question that they ask somehow the answer is going to be that magical answer to them having full recovery and it isn't and one of the reasons why it isn't is because it's that kind of thinking that's an attic based thinking thought out of an attic mindset so therefore it's so off in terms of what reality is because what reality is is that this recovery thing it's a journey it's something that you do every day and it's something that you get better every day so you're not looking for some tip to help you get to the promised land but you are looking for something to help you get better because you know that there isn't any promised land that you know that this is a journey and so there's promised lands that you'll go through and perhaps there's promised lands that maybe you'll even live in but as far as getting somewhere there's no getting somewhere with this this is a journey and as long as you try to break it down to some place that you're going to get to then that's indicative to you of how much healing that you have to do and how how much of a gap that there is between where you need to be and where you are because there's no place to go this is just your journey your journey has been altered by your behavior and you just need to include the recovery process as part of your life as opposed to some place that you're going to and as long as it's a place that you're going to then i know for a fact that you're operating from an addict or an event mentality where you think that oh i do this and i'm i'm there this is not about getting there this is not a city you becoming a better person is not it's not a place that you go to it's an evolution because once you got to that place you have to maintain that place that place is always going to be attacked so you're not even going to any place you are going on a journey 
because if you're trying to go to a place as soon as you get there, then the bees are going to come and sting you, and then you're going to end up right back where you were in the first place. That's why the 30-day mentality or the 60-day mentality or the week mentality or whatever it is, going for a place never works because it's so backwards to the journey. Even if you got to that place, that's not a place. So don't chase after a place. Chase after a state. And that's you becoming better. You becoming grown up. You becoming a more mature person. You got to remember this porn uh, stuff. It was picked up as a kid. Like the first exposure was for some people five and eight, nine years old. This is five, eight, nine year old behavior that you're engaging in at whatever age you are. And that's why that growing up needs to happen. This is a behavior that is one that you didn't dispense with in your teenage years. You're holding on to it. And the only way that you can let it go is that when you grow up and grow into the person who is not going to do porn, who's not going to hold porn, who's not going to hold caches of porn, terabytes of porn, storing porn, all that nonsense like that. That's what you're looking for. You're looking to become a person who doesn't even think about doing porn. Forget about not doing porn as a goal. Forget about 30 days. The goal is to to grow up and to become a person where porn just doesn't fit in at all. And that's the person that's not going to do porn. That's the person who's not going to struggle with porn. Porn's not going to be a struggle when that's not you. And that's really what all of this recovery stuff is about. And that's really the place that you really need to be going. And that's why it requires work. And that's why it requires coaches and having people there on your team that have already done this journey and also understand that this is a journey. Because so many times, you know, when, when we're in these attic forms and all we're doing is we're around a bunch of people and they're drowning in their addiction, they're not talking like I'm just talking. They're drowning and they're trying to articulate how to recover. I can't tell you how many times I've got people that, 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 that get in these arguments with me about how to recover. And then they try to tell me, well, I got a, I got a background in psychology, don't you know? And then like two sentences before, I got 10 days clean, you know? And like, it takes me a lot to not cuss after what I just finished saying, because you know, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. You got 10 days clean, and then you want to pontificate to me about how much psychology background you got. Mm. Okay. And then, 
Like, this is addiction recovery. This is sex addiction recovery. So even if you got that, probably half of that stuff probably isn't going to work. It's probably going to work against you. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it's a journey. And um, you really need to take it as a mature journey and that you're going to grow up and become a better person. So that's really like the word for the day. And I think uh, I'm going to take a couple moments and answer some questions. And then I'm going to get out of here and change my shirt and do another podcast. I got a real exciting crime story uh, coming up um, that I'm kind of excited about doing. But um, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to answer a few of these questions, and then I'm going to take a look at, um, I'll go out on the Internet and see what kind of questions that these people are asking in these forums. Again, people drowning, asking questions to people that are drowning. That really makes a lot of sense. And then they, then when I tell them exactly what they need to do, they know more than me. But anyway, uh, yeah, the first question is why does, doesn't willpower work? Well, the answer again, and the answer always will be willpower doesn't work. That's why willpower doesn't work. (laughs) No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because willpower is a muscle. And willpower is really, it's something that it's, uh, it's kind of like we have these, these bursts, if you will. So it's, it's a burst to get us, it's something that's in our heart, in our soul that we're to use at various portions of the day to get us to make the next move, to get up in the morning, to start the car, to, in some cases, people to take a bath. Um, it's to get us to make the next move, but it's not to be something that we rely upon as a strategy to live. Okay. And so what happens in the addiction recovery process, when that's all somebody has is that they eventually run out. And I, I got a book and the book is not really about, uh, recovery, but the book is about motivating yourself and the book is about willpower the the whole book is willpower doesn't work i actually got it over to the side somewhere somewhere around here and what it said was uh willpower is for people who uh haven't decided what they want and so maybe that might be a thought for you because you haven't really decided that you want freedom. So therefore you haven't seeked the freedom through the vehicles that are available. There are courses out there. There are courses that you can take online. There's coaches that are out there. There's therapists. If you're going to go the therapist route, CSAT, you need somebody that's trauma informed and, 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 you know, sexual addiction informed, or else they're going to give you the wrong information. So it's not about the tools aren't out there. The podcasts are out there. Yeah. You got to look at somebody's podcast from A to Z, all 300 episodes. Yup. 
you got to do something that's the reversal of this addiction process. So if I tell you, you got to look at somebody that's been around and done more podcasts than me. Okay. I mean, you got to look at it from one to Z. I only got like 40 or 50. So I don't have the whole gamut there, but you got, you go to somebody's and go from A to Z one all the way up. And it's not only doing things. Okay. It's not only doing, it's not only listening to the podcast. You've got to do the things that they're talking about. All right. Knowing something that, that doesn't mean anything anymore. That's your ego. We don't do ego around here. Ego is your key to self bitching yourself. And this is this no self bitch zone. So we don't do ego around here. So therefore, you have to you have to be willing to to continuously look inside and to do something differently and to 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 not make a decision about how something is. So here's his next question. Why do people fail? It's almost like it's a repeated answer over and over again. First of all, I don't think people fail. I think people successfully don't recover <laughs> from doing porn. Because I don't really believe in failure. I think that you, you do something and then you have an outcome. And the outcome is either the way you want it or the way you didn't want it. And so the way that you didn't want it, most people call that a failure. I call that a successful, undesired result. So if you look at that result and you look at what you did to create that result and modify it, you'll have a successful result. It might take you a couple of chances to get there, but that's what you will do. The so-called successful result. Because again, the successful result is really an outcome that you like the results. So there, you know, really there's not necessarily, I mean, there is, but there isn't. And what happens is when you attach a name and a label to failure, then you get all this negative stuff that comes with it and you don't see it for what it's worth. If it's an undesired result, you see it as it's a lesson, something to teach you something else versus a failure. See, a lesson is something that has value. A failure is something that you lose value. So just by shifting those words, you actually can shift the outcome over years. And one of the things that I can tell you that if a person is in their addiction, they are using words like failure and they are reliving failures and they aren't seeing their so-called failures for the lesson. It's an opportunity for them to beat themselves up, but it's not an opportunity for them to uh, truly repent and to truly repent is to not only um, ask for forgiveness, but it's also to shift directions, change of heart and mind that leads to a change of behavior and outcome um, in all regards. That's what repent means. So here's another question that comes up all the time. Um, should I tell my spouse? When should I tell my spouse? 
And that's somewhat of the same question. And so, um, if you uh, have secrets in your relationship, you're, you're diminishing the intimacy that's available in that relationship. You're diminishing the power that that relationship has. And you're also diminishing the likelihood that that relationship will be fulfilling. So, it's always going to behoove you to tell your spouse everything because that's where the, 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 the magic of a relationship happens. But the answer to the question about the spouse is, is this. Um, you should get off your butt and do everything that you need to do to get supremacy over your porn issue. And regardless of what your ego wants to tell you, it's probably going to take about 90 days of some serious work to get some kind of supremacy over the porn issue. And then even people with the best tools, sometimes it actually takes them a year to complete. So those are the facts and those are the realities that most people, it, it takes about 90 days to gain some level of control and up to a year to gain full control. So if that's the reality, that's, that's the reality. Those are the facts. So if you told your spouse that, uh, you know, you got a problem and, 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 and you act like you're going to quit today. I just finished telling you the likelihood of that happening isn't such because even with tools, it takes people sometimes as much as 90 days. So just think about that for a second while I'm thinking about the next thing that I'm going to say. Yeah, when you tell them, uh, you, you got to be ready for the storm that's coming. See, thing is, is you got to look up what betrayal trauma is. And I'm not here to do a, 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 a seminar or even a podcast or anything about betrayal trauma today. Look it up. It's very magnificent what happens to the spouses. And I don't mean magnificent in a, in a, in a, in a nice way. It's a, it's a big devastational event. And, um, a lot of stuff is going to come at you as, as a result of that. So it's important that, um, you have some kind of supremacy over your, your porn issue so that you have the ability to deal with the porn issue in the midst of that stuff that's going to come at you. And then number, number two Again, if you look at what betrayal trauma is and this and that and the other, um, at that time, it's going to be incumbent upon you to not fuel your wife's betrayal trauma more by her knowing more and more and more and more and more and more about your porn usage. So it's best that you have some sense of supremacy before you say something. And then that you eventually say something. Because what's going to have to happen is when you do say something, in most cases, now your wife has a whole bag of tricks or a whole recovery that she has to deal with. And then you have a whole 
you know, as a couple, a whole series of recovery steps. And again, we're not doing it today, but you got to look up betrayal trauma and relationship recovery. We'll do some podcasts on it if you're lazy um, down the road uh, in both of those areas. But once again, if you're lazy, this is not going to be how you're not going to be a porn ad. This is not going to be how it's going to be. You know, that brings up another question or point that comes up from time to time uh, that people ask. And it just irks me to like the nth degree. And a guy says something to the effect of, does this get easier? Or, you know, how can I make this easy? Or, you know, something to that effect about like where you're looking for easy in the context of porn recovery porn addiction recovery we want to talk about easy there's no such thing as easy there's no easy button to recovery and it's like it it blows my mind when somebody's uh, you know how does this ever get easier or how can i make it easier how does it get easier there's nothing easy about this there's nothing easy about this. Now, the good news, this is the wonderful news. This is fantastic news, actually, is that you get better. But as far as easy in this, there's no easy. And you need to stop looking for easy in life because this is where easy has gotten you. So, knock out easy, man. That's like a cuss word. That's like trying or should just do it okay so some of the clownery that goes on in the forums like i said you become the five people that you spend the most time with uh, i invite you to spend some time in groups around people that are serious about their recovery and not people that are joking around and you know, I, I, I looked at one of those posts that they had online at one of those forums and one guy says, oh, I was able to survive 10 days. Which again is the opposite of what I'm talking about. So this guy is trying to survive 10 days. Man, I told you this is a deliberate journey that's going to take 90 days to get some supremacy. And depending on the person, depending on the situation, how much porn you've used, this, that, and the other, it could take up to a year to eliminate the porn. And it's going to take five years for you to get back to normal. Five years. So you, this 10-day nonsense, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't what we're doing here. I'm here to tell you the truth. It's going to take you five years years to get healed five years is what they say five years so it's not like you know you're gonna do everything that like the first 90 days the work that i do with people that's the toughest that's when it's tough 
it starts to become fun. Like when you engage in it, like, you know, this is what we do. Like I'm tempted, haha, or whatever, or, you know, whatever you do. It's just what we do. So it's not like it's some crazy, hard thing. It's just recovery is work. I'm getting better. I'm getting bigger as a person every day. And that's just what I do. It's not like I'm resisting. Ooh, I don't want to. No, it's about the growing up process. You've got to grow up. See, when you grow up to become a person that doesn't do porn through doing recovery work, you're not going to do porn. And as long as you're chasing after the 10 days, you can do that for four or five years. And you're not going to do the very thing that you need to do, which is to grow up. That's a childhood activity that you picked up when you were a kid unconsciously and it needs to go away and also you need to understand that okay it's a childish act that you picked up that transformed itself into a masturbation addiction and along the way you've been affected the way that you've been affected and it all needs to be reversed in order for it to go away and the only way that it can be reversed is through a deliberate process and that's the process that you're avoiding called recovery getting a coach getting involved in an actual step-by-step system and having a blueprint that you're actually engaged in certain behaviors consistently having a morning routine not sleeping all day i mean eating right exercising connecting networking you know the things that a healthy person does the things that a mature man does that those are the things that you're doing every day and you're doing more of every day that's how you get to the place that it is that you want to get to and it's not you know chasing after uh, you know nine days and being proud about surviving ten First of all, you need to chuck that word survive anyway. Survive is mediocre. Survive is scarcity mentality. If you want little, life will give you little. If you want crumbs, life will give you crumbs. And if you're trying to survive, life will allow you to survive. But you were designed to thrive. You were designed to prosper. You were designed to be something phenomenal. So all that surviving, that doesn't even fit in phenomenal. Yeah. So that's all I got for now. Love you. Um step-by-step process man one day at a time get better one step at a time reach out to somebody deliberately connect deliberately get better figure it out pay attention you can learn more from your mistakes than anybody else can ever teach you if you don't get anything else out of today if 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 today is the day that your mistakes 
are going to be your best teachers. If you decide today that you're going to allow your mistakes to, to be your ultimate teacher, you just hired a pretty good teacher. Yeah. So make today and every day your living masterpiece because you deserve it. You can message me at the places that you know, Coach J2020 at Facebook. You know how to reach me on Instagram, and you also know how to reach me on YouTube. Coach J2020 at gmail.com, too. You got to get better, man. One day at a time. One way at a time. Yeah. And you can do it. And I'm going to tell you something. It's a better life on the other side. Than this chain. And I think that's why I do what it is I do. I mean, I could probably... I, I would have definitely been a more elevated coach just as a general life coach but I chose to do porn recovery because of the fact that my story and and things that have happened to me and what I know uniquely perfectly prepares me to serve men in changing their life in this critical time so, yeah, I'll take that all day long. And every time that I, I get a chance to help one, it's a whole bloodline that we're saving. And so I ask you today, like, you know, what's in your bloodline? Because you're the one that you hold your whole clan in your own hands. Because sex addiction and porn addiction and all this clownery, it runs in generations. So you can be the one that stops it in your family once and for all. I'm Joey P. Y'all take it easy. I'll see you next time.